atmospheric comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. AJ! That's me, what's up? You know, I was looking at our numbers the other day and all of our submissions and stuff. Uh-huh. Did you know the mass amount of people who submit to our podcast give us paranormal-esque ideas? Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was looking at, um, especially like uh, Eric is taking flight, Gazer, um, everybody who submitted a cryptid idea. I found out like the majority of our submissions are all like about cryptids, ghosts, and ghouls. And that is the coolest piece of information I found out this week. You know what the coolest information I found out this week was? What was that? Fuck, I didn't learn anything this week. Now that I think about it, I thought really long and hard. I can share something with you that I learned this week. All right, you get I'll tell you what, you get to bring in two facts today. I I, I can only give you one. Well, I can give you one and then a subject. Well, you gave me one fact and now this is this uh, your second fact. Oh shit, you're right. I found out Medieval, you know the 1990s video game? Yeah. Is hard as dicks. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm playing it for the first time off of your recommendation. I know you used to play it. Yeah, I played I, it when I was a little little boy and I never finished it because I was a little little boy. I I picked it up the week before Pokémon Sword and Shield came out. I was like, "Oh, this is be a nice little walk in the park fun little bullshit game to play before Pokémon." No, I got no? to the third level and the, you know, with the scarecrows and shit uh-huh. i keep getting my fucking ass kicked because it's so goddamn hard and <laughs> I, I was so surprised i was like oh i'm gonna pick this game up it's gonna be really fun i'm gonna just jam it and then once and finish it once pokemon go comes down i'm nope. oh, sorry i i, I had to stop playing at look at you level. a little boy that's stuck on medieval that's stuck on pokemon what else are you stuck in that's I'm a, stuck on sekiro i'm stuck on grim well, fandango game I'm what is grim on, fandango grim fandango it's like it sounds like a sexy wrestler <laughs> uh, no, oh. Grim Fandango is like considered the best uh, like um, adventure game of all time. It That's com- a bold claim. Well, yeah, it was from those click and like click and solve puzzle games of like the early two thousands, late nineties. I think it came out for I, I don't know if it was just PC or PS one, but you played this uh, guy named Manny Rivera, and it's like this Day of the Dead noir adventure game. Oh, that's fun, and it's the design of it is so fucking cool, and it's so cool it's such a cool game i need to finish it <laughs> okay i believe in you you can do this you've um, got three games that you're in the middle of no i more believe than you can more roll. than that i have metro exodus i have catherine i need to finish i have sekiro i have i believe in you you can finish one of these aj are you playing any games right now actually the video Pokemon. game the video game awards are coming out are any are, are any you you hot for any of those games oh i'm hot for all those games because i know um, you were i know you were like thinking uh devil may cry is gonna beat out metro exodus which it won't um, yeah, I think they're both nominated for action. I would need to double check that. Um, of course, Jump Force is a shoe in for fighting game of the year. I thought that game was shitty. Oh, it is the worst <laughs> fighting game in a long time. You know why it's nominated? Because no other real fighting games came out this year, huh? I think that Skullgirls had like a fifth release this year. Uh... I don't know if that counts. I mean, it has to. Destiny expansions count. Oh shit, Destiny expansions are nominated? Yeah, like for ongoing games and stuff. Oh fuck yeah. I love that as a category cuz that that's so oh, it's cool. So cuz it's like it, it it pays tribute to the people that are like working their ass off to ma- sustain something versus like, oh, look at the new thing. Which yeah. is cool, you know, like the new things well, like, are advancing tech and story. Things are weird now. Mhm. Oh shit, wait. What do we do on this podcast? We are a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely submissions from the internet, either from the Cool Games Inc Reddit, our Reddit or our Twitter. That's what it was. <laughs> and we right. and we take those submissions and turn them into the next AAA games. And sad to say, none of our games have made it to the Game Awards this yeah, year. I really think that a couple of our games got snubbed. Actually, <laughs> I really thought the Cirque de Cabang was gonna was a shoe best in. action game. Like we yeah. best game of the year. We <laughs> dropped it right. 
around the same time as Death Stranding, but apparently Death Stranding <laughs> made the cutoff and not our video game, which is a load of bullshit. I love I love that you just I, I was thinking more realistic, like, oh, let's go for a category, best action game, best, you know, strategy. Our game you're like, capture no, was best, so good. Best fucking game of the gears, what you're talking for. Is yeah. I, I respect that tenacity. I like your gumption. I like the cut of your jib. Kid. I thought Murder for the Mob was also a shoe-in, <laughs> but that one got for snubbed. Best, for best RPG. Best RPG was supposed to be Murder for the Mob, but we got the shaft. Oh, we still have a shot. Like we can do uh we still have a shot at like uh the board game awards. We are our uh Hideo Kojima game where you have to build something that can surpass Metal That's Gear. That's true. We're gonna get nominated for the for the board game awards later on this year. Uh for our Hideo Kojima is coming over and you need to create a weapon stronger than Metal Gear. All right, AJ. I know we kind of went off on a tangent. I'm but still gonna... pissed that like <laughs> I was trying to get into our submissions, but you want you want to can you believe, can you voice some anger for me? Can you just spice spice it up, baby? Can you believe that John Cena's marketing campaign also <laughs> did not get a nomination this year? What would what it would have it gotten a nomination Best for? Best soundtrack. <laughs> okay, it was okay. just going to be different remixes of John <laughs> Cena's theme song, but. We get those people that made that really kick-ass uh, League of Legends rap song, but we get them to do a track for John Cena. Marketing oh, yeah. It was, they were going to do a little <laughs> remix. They were going to come in on one of those verses. Also, best free-to-play game? I really think that Kitchen Tongue Punch also got snubbed. <laughs> Fuck, what was Kitchen Tongue Punch about again? I remember All I remember for that game is like I said Kitchen Tongue Punch. That was our food delivery MOBA. How do you not remember Kitchen Tongue Punch? I, I remember Food Fight Panic. Food Fight Panic was our other free-to-play tag-based <laughs> delivery game. A lot of food-based delivery games come out of this little workshop. And I'm surprised Fear of Rejection didn't win Best Horror Game. I'm also surprised about that. What I'm also really pissed about, though, is we should have gotten a second nomination. I don't even know if they have a Best Horror category. Uh-huh. Because if they did, then our remaster of Dead Space Remastered directed by Adam Sandler <laughs> would have been a shoe-in for the horror category. But... Fuck okay. us, I guess, because they don't have a horror category because Resident Evil is in there for action game. Okay, AJ, I have one little thing for us then. Whatever game we make today, we are going to submit it to the awards, and that this is going to be the game that's going to steal game of the year from all the other submitters. Well, we didn't. We missed the cutoff. Who gives a shit? We're going to make a game that's can, so cool. They're going to make it fucking rethink it. It's not twenty. It we can do the it's Smash not New, Brothers routine. It's not New Year's yet. No, no, no. We can do what Smash Brothers did because Smash Brothers missed the cutoff last year, and they're in it this year. Okay. So we're, so we're going to release the best opening game of the new year. This game, whatever <laughs> we're going to create, will be an absolute shoe in for the Game Awards of 2020. We're making the game of the future, Blake Rea. Okay, I'm going to pitch you the first game. All okay? right, let's this, go ahead and this, get those pitches rolling. This comes to us from Wesley at B10 underscore Baloo. It, in time for Thanksgiving, the turkey butcher. All right, what's the tu- turkey butcher Do you about? remember that really fucking weird grindhouse trailer, Thanksgiving? Remember that one? Do you mean Thanksgiving? Because that's a real movie. No, 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 no. You remember the opening um, fake trailers for Planet Terror, that really shitty, like, Grindhouse movie? Yeah. Directed, like, I think it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, I watched a bunch of those Grindhouse trailers when trying to watch Machete, and Machete <laughs> kills. <laughs> Fuck, Machete's such a good series. <laughs> it really is. Okay, so we gotta make, it's about, so you're the turkey butcher, right? Are uh-huh. you somebody that suddenly gets delusional and thinks everybody's a walking turkey like that dude from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Or are you some sort of dark hero, an anti-hero 
that needs to kill all of the turkeys before the turkeys kill us. So wait, um, is this like a they live situation where some people are like undercover turkeys? And he has to carve them. He has to carve them before Thanksgiving because that's the day they go loose. Al- yes. <laughs> Alternatively, isn't turkey like a slang term for something? Like if you call somebody a turkey? Yeah, I think it means you're a coward or something. I'm going to do a quick little Google check. Please, please do a Google check because like the <laughs> a lot of the two would be just... super bad if we found out right now that calling somebody a turkey was some sort of slur. <laughs> If you call someone a turkey, you're calling them a failure of a person. (laughs) A stupid failure of a person. Okay, AJ, AJ. So this story is going to follow a security guard that failed. That's running around killing losers? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. So he was a turkey in a sense because he failed to do his job. He failed to protect somebody. So now he's ex-secret service. He's ex-secret service. The president was murdered. Yeah. And he's now a security guard again. He has been burned and has been labeled as a turkey. <laughs> so, project Which turkey. is what all ashamed uh, <laughs> Secret, Secret Service, Service members are called. They're called turkeys. So he has lost his mind and is thinking maybe there's a bunch of undercover people, that there's a bunch of undercover turkeys like they live. They're just pe- they're aliens hiding under human skin. Undercover losers. <laughs> undercover losers. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So it's just a bunch of people that have failed at their life, uh-huh. and now they're gonna, they've gathered together to seek revenge. But all of their failures revolve around Thanksgiving for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like they propose to their girlfriend or something because on everybody Thanksgiving. everybody else is giving thanks for all the cool stuff that they've got. Oh, th- uh, Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my career. I'm thankful that I didn't let the president get killed. I'm thankful for... <laughs> That's the thing that sets him off. He goes to a thanks- He goes to like an early Thanksgiving like dinner or something. And everybody's saying what they're thankful for. is like, man, I'm happy I protected the president of Uganda. Man, I'm happy I pres- protected the, the president of, of Tokyo. All of the Secret Service <laughs> members are all in one big room together. They look at him and like, hey, pre- Secret Service head of America, what are you thankful for? Protecting the president? No, wait, you killed him. Like, what are you doing here? And then at that moment, the president gets gunned down at Thanksgiving. So does this guy lose his mind and picture all the other Secret Service people as turkeys? And no, has, I don't want him to, to be- carve them? No, because our hero is an anti-hero. I okay. think that he's going to kill other turkeys. <laughs> like other losers? Other losers. Okay. What do you think? Oh, man. What's a loser that would be worth killing? Oh, man. I didn't think about this one. Uh, <laughs> damn. Um, people who cheat on their taxes. Oh yeah, he's gonna kill all the tax inv- evaders. So the rich, he's gonna kill. He's wait, AJ. Incels. AJ, 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 AJ. He's gonna kill. No, 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 no. Stick with me. Stick with me. Okay, I'm with you. He's gonna eat the rich for Thanksgiving. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So all the all the those tax evaders. <gasps> wait a second. The turkey butcher he... is finding all of the rich turkeys, uh-huh. all the failures of people that are the rich, <laughs> the John Bezoses. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, sorry, the and El- John Bezos, the Elon I'm sure Musk's of the, the world, the Elon Musk. Oh my God! So like each level is sneaking into their compounds, right? And killing them. And killing them. <laughs> We're gonna get like sued, sued for this, this one, is, huh? This is the game that's gonna make game of the year next year. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna look back and like, man, these guys had a lot of hate for just rich people, huh? <laughs> This is a bunch of rich people dead. Right. I, I do. The- just to clarify, do not want rich people dead. Well, I want. I want cheating people to go to jail. I want bad rich people dead. Is that safe to say on a radio? No. Or is this no. going to get played back in a courtroom also? Is this going to be? They're going to they're gonna play this back uh, next to all of our other dick jokes. 
<laughs> As you can see, these two gentlemen are guilty of being dumb fucks. <laughs> they are the true turkeys of the day. And with that, give me a different submission. Well, here's what I'm thinking. We, I think that we need to expand our horizons a little bit. So I like this idea. I'm going to put a pin in it. Not for us. You're going to put a carving knife into it. I'm going to put a carving knife into it, which okay. means that we're not supposed to come back to this one. Um, but I am going to go ahead and pitch that one to Kojima. The a stealth game where you go and kill the rich. I God, think that's entirely he, up his alley. Kojima, like, okay, I'm going to put my Kojima cap on for a second. Okay. I, well, I didn't, I didn't expect to send you in a spiral here. You're going to send me. It. You're going to send me into a spiral here. So Kojima is about, is great at making games that make no fucking sense, right? Sure. So you're 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 a turkey, right? That just recently got beheaded and killed. Oh shit! So, Are we going to let Kojima do furry well, stuff on well, our? No, no, no. Hold on. Hold kill on. the rich kid. So the whole thing is about. This turkey sneaking out of this turkey packaging facility uh-huh. and getting revenge on the people that killed him. The rich. <laughs> yeah, the rich people that lead this turkey factory. So <laughs> Fuck yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna behead them. That's the, how the game ends, is him beheading them and serving them for Thanksgiving and for then all stuffing the other. Them. <laughs> Holy <Whoa>. shit. <laughs> all right, we're gonna put we're gonna move on. What do you stuff a person with? That's that's a morbid thought. This dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really set you up for that one, didn't I? I'm not happy about that. AJ, give me another fucking submission, you dumbass. You're really proud of yourself, aren't you? I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> AJ has told me he doesn't want our podcast to devolve to just dick jokes and... And just poop jokes. Anytime I make a poop joke, he's upset at me. <laughs> he's like, no, we could be better than this. No, but- we could be better than dick and, and shit no, jokes. But that one and was then cl- here's this guy no, saying but- this dick jokes. No, but that one was clever. So that one. No, it's not clever. It's just. <laughs> Give me another submission. Uh, holy shit, I'm crying. We need a third host so I can just enjoy this joke. <laughs> This submission comes from Twitter. Okay, wonderful. You mentioned uh, that we got a lot of like ghost-based submissions before yeah, as yeah, your fun yeah. little lesson for the day. Yeah. So this submission comes from Kyra the Spira on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Kyra the Spira. You play as an airplane pilot on a haunted airplane. <gasps> oh, I love this submission. Control the plane while keeping the passengers calm as the poltergeist wreaks havoc. You know what's really weird? What? I think this is a sequel to um, the game that we made a couple weeks ago, Fear of Rejection. Okay. So, because you're a pilot, so you have to stay in one place, right? Yeah. So I think it's kind of a similar thing. So like, say our kid from Fear, for those that are just checking in, Fear of Rejection was like a Five Nights at Freddy's style game where you have to um, write and submit your application to go to the University of fucking Keeping It Real, which is a, an airplane college, believe it or not. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, a, an, av- an aviation college. So... He, he and you have to like stop the cryptids that are around you from fucking up your um application or stopping yeah. you from doing your application over the course of like three or four nights. So you this in this canon, this kid has grown up and is now a flight pilot, and these cryptids are on the plane and are doing crazy shit to it. So you have to do like five flights, maybe. You have to do five flights across the country. Yeah, I really like that. What I think is so interesting about this submission is that it is. Control the plane while keeping the passengers calm mm-hmm. 
as the poltergeist wreaks havoc. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a ghost. Yeah, there's but multiple we're also ghosts doing now. jack all about it. Like <laughs> the ghost is doing some spooky ass shit, and we're just mm-hmm. like. Like somebody's head is spinning around in like the second <laughs> aisle, just like full 360. And you've got to go on the radio and you're like, no, if you turn your attention to the left, you'll see a fuck ton of clouds. Please keep looking over to the left. Do not look at the passenger uh-huh. in 3B. Mm-hmm. You know what would be crazy too? What? Okay. Can they leave the cockpit? Because they have Pilots? autopilot. No. Okay. I don't think so. I've never okay. like watched the air. I've never been like paranoid enough to watch the airplane <laughs> pilot room. Okay. But now I'm afraid that if I do look up there at some point, I'm just going to watch the dude walk okay. out and leave. And he's like, oh, plane's gone yeah, on that, Isn't own. that the fucking cra- I've seen that happen where they had to get out and go to the bathroom. No. And just- <laughs> no, you stay there. <laughs> no, they always have two pilots. But in this game, it's only one pilot, right? Okay. So it, I think it should be as flight simulator heavy as possible. So like, yes. there are multiple switches for everything. <laughs> so you actually have to go in. You have to look. You have to focus. And then like how we can take the mechanics of fear of rejection um <laughs> we can call this game like fear of crashing or something yeah i like that <laughs> um but like you have to are you so if you don't leave the cockpit then that comes up this really freaky question if this is all in just his head whoa so like is this it's stuff not. really happening it's super is. well i mean like if you don't if you are are you able to turn around and look down the hall like, no because the door's closed okay so like you are only going off of what's on the radio shit so like are, are people like talking to you or like is it the waitress is it, i think there should be a mechanic where you can oh put, i love the idea of like a like a passive aggressive and snooty like flight attendant mm-hmm. that's like um, sir, the chupacabra has gotten loose in Again. the uh, <laughs> in the back of the plane uh-huh. with all of the the people that bought their tickets way too late, and so uh-huh. they had to get all the shitty seats. So chupacabra people back, are dead. Thirteen people are dead, and I'm so <gasps> That's tired that- of cleaning up back there. So could you just like give everybody some of those little crackers and? <laughs> But that's your that's Make their job. For it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the two things it, it runs off of like a power system, right? Yeah. Like so you can only use autopilot for a certain amount of time. Because that, otherwise the plane will crash. Otherwise the plane will crash, but there will also be so that allows you to get up and like move and go interact with things, right? Or like pull certain levers that are behind you that are out of reach. So you can also do a thing where you have to complete your flight with a certain number of people. So if you drop <laughs> so if you're flying, right? And then you have to you have to sustain at least a 50% um, uh, uh, ca- casualty uh, ca- <laughs> casualty rate? No, what the fuck is the term? What? Um where where a, a certain amount of people die and you have to stay above that. Property damage. <laughs> okay, so you have to stay above a 50% property damage. Yeah. Um and that number gets lower, I mean gets higher and higher every night okay. so you have to complete the final levels like you have to complete this level with a 99 percent mortality rate okay that yeah that tracks or mortality people don't you can't have you don't more than 99 percent of people <laughs> at dying least, at least one percent of the people <laughs> on this plane need to live i was trying to sound a little bit smart and use some big words How? but no 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 i'm a fucking dumbass that is not what we do here blake raya <laughs> do you have a video game submission i for do me? have a video game submission for you all right, AJ, you know the biggest thing that you and I have to deal with? It's like you and I don't really game together Just a lot. Just being too handsome in I, our lives. I know, I know. It's a, it's a real tragedy for, <laughs> for us. Uh, <laughs> Every day I wake up and I say, God, why? Why did I wake up so perfect? I wanted to do something with my hair today, but it's already perfect. That's like the one problem I have in my life. <laughs> okay. No, the, the other problem is that you and I don't game together. And 
you and I don't play card games together. I recently got into Magic and stuff, but you and I have only played once. Yeah. I'm more of a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. Uh I love Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what I grew up on, and you're more of a Magic guy. With this game idea, we can make that a thing of the past. What is it? This comes to us from Kyra the Spira at Kyra the Spira on Twitter. A virtual card game where it's just the cards from your game cabinet in an amalgamation. So you and I got to come up with a game where we can use Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Magic cards, Pokemon cards, and those World of Warcraft cards I own. Bold of you to assume that I have any of those cards in my closet. Here's the cards I've got in my closet, and I'll go ahead and throw these into the deck, too. Uh-huh. Apples to apples. What? I've really? Got, yeah, I've got... Um, so, oh, wait, so you're not including just, like, car, like strategy card I've games. I've got you're some doing Uno like... cards up in there. I've got some... What's that one game that's, like, apples to apples, but, like, for adults? Uh, oranges to oranges? No, you dumb... <laughs> The one in the black box, and they're like, oh, check it out. We're, we're the game that makes you oh. have to explain what Bukake is oh, to your mom. T- <laughs> talking about cards gets too bad. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and then I've got um, that Cyanide and Happiness card game that really isn't that great. Wow, I didn't know you owned this many card games. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge collector. I'm not. AJ just. AJ but just this is funny for the bit. <laughs> so we've got all these games. How do we play them together? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I got it. Oh, I got okay. it. Go Oof, ahead, go I ahead. got it. Go ahead, go ahead. So you have to put every single card into sleeves. Okay. So that you never know you what never kind know. of card you're drawing. And do you have to improvise when you just draw it? Everybody draws a card. Mm-hmm. The rules of the game will be decided on whoever plays the first card in that round. <laughs> it's very Calvin oh, Ball-esque. Shit. Oh, shit. So it's like... So if I put down a Yu-Gi-Oh card, then all the cards that we're going to be playing are scaled to Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever okay. the fuck that means. If you played Yu-Gi-Oh, you knew. Yeah, I would. It'd be, da- it'd be attack versus defense stuff. So you can be like, if you have a Yu-Gi-Oh card, I'm going to play this in attack, and I'll play this in defense, and the winner of that. Dude, this is actually a really good idea. That's a good idea, AJ. But if I played down... An Uno card. An Uno card. It's Uno rules for that one round. Yeah, and I don't... That would just fucking take forever. <laughs> It would also become really frustrating because then you'd have to explain to each other, mm-hmm. how, like, if you if you played an Uno card and then I put down, um, I am become death, king of fuck mountain. I think that's like a card in Cards Against Humanity. It's been so long since it, I've played that. It game. is not. Just do the just do the standard bigger blacker dick. Everybody Big, goes that one. Bigger blacker dick, uh-huh. and then you're gonna be like, oh shit, how do I put a card down on bigger blacker dick? Oh, I know, uh, red uh, eyes black dragon. <laughs> Boom. It is. A, it truly is a then bigger blacker put, tick. Yeah. Then you got to put one card down, and then I'm like, ah, shit. How do I? How do I counter that? Uh, I don't know. You put a red card down. Red eyes. I'm gonna put down uh, Chandra from Magic: The Gathering. Boom. That's a red card. Man. That and like, if somebody puts the Uno format down, you're just gonna go through every single card just, you have, just, and that sucks. It just you do the reversal thing where it takes away that other per. It takes away Chandra. And they have to put out a new red magic card. <laughs> AJ, pitch me another game. All right. This submission comes from Gazer, at Just Gazer on Twitter. Howdy, Gazer. You are the big titty goth waifu trapped in a dating sim. No, you got to spell You got to say it right. Waifu. Yeah, there you go. Ha, 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 ha. It's funny to Our me. Our audience member made a typo. It's funny Let's to bully me. them. It's fu- I'm not bullying them. I just think it's very funny, and it's, <laughs> it's a funny way to say waifu. Okay, fine. You are the big titty goth waifu in... <laughs> Trapped in a dating sim. Can you avoid the attention of the weirdo that just showed up out of nowhere claiming to be your childhood best friend, Hanzo? But this guy is white, he wears a flannel, 
And he is asking every girl in town out on a date. Man, it me. So it's you, but you decided to name your character it's, Hanzo, it's me, which you do I'm do not... on every dating sim. I've been over your shoulder, and like you were going to play Honey Pop, and it was like, Hanzo's what's your like... name? And you're like, <laughs> Hanzo. And you got to live out a fantasy where 18 girls were into you, and you were Hanzo. You were wearing flannel the I get whole to, time. I get to be no nipple Hanzo. That's, my, that's, that's the appeal, dude. That's what the women like. They like no nipples, I guess. Sure. <laughs> No, no, they don't. They, they, Maybe. You, you know what was so funny? What? Like, I loved how much the internet reacted. Like, last reacted year- Reacted to what? Last, uh, the last two years have been so interesting for male nipple showing, because- <laughs> I know, that's a great statement, right? So, everybody- lo- fucking everybody, manifesto. <laughs> everybody lost their shit in Mario Odyssey when they found out Mario had nipples. Like, he's a dude. He's a dude. Like, he's he's a per- he's a human to some extent. No. He's going to have nipples. He's not human. I mean, like, he kind of is. He's a different species. I, I'm not joking. Mario you, is not human. What, what is Peach, then? Not human? I don't know. Human? She's cute. She's a cute alien. Fuck it. Sure. But also, like, once they removed Hanzo nipple from Overwatch, like, the internet lost their shit. Wait, they removed it? Yeah, it was gone. You didn't, you didn't keep up with this? I'm going to be real with you. I... I had assumed he had never had a nipple. I was on some uh, fucking 1984 shit. There was no nipple now. There had never been a nipple to begin with. Mandela effect. No nipple. (laughs) I'm not wrong. Mandela effect. No, like our group chat, like for some reason, all of our friends are really obsessed with nipples. I'm putting them on blast. They yeah, they were super upset about that. So what other nipples ha- were there in game history? Those are the two big ones for me. Oh, you dumb fool! <laughs> oh, because I have another nipple controversy. Oh, you have you have a nip versy. Mario and Sonic at the Olympics this year. Some of the characters have nipples, some of them don't. What? Does Sonic have nipples? <laughs> I know they were talking about the new redesign for the movie, but I think Sonic I... does not have nipples. But here's what's weird: Mario does. Eggman, I believe, does. Okay, that makes sense. Wario does not have nipples. Wait, but Wario and Mario are the same. Uh, it depends on the canon. Are they? Well, because I know there were like shit clones made by Bowser in the original animated series. Maybe that. Oh shit! Maybe that's why Wario doesn't have nipples because he's a clone. <laughs> clones don't have nipples. <laughs> clones don't have nipples. It's the one way you can tell them apart. Hanzo's a clone. What the fuck happened <laughs> to the first Hanzo? He got killed by Genji. <laughs> He's brought the only thing that holds him together is that s- sweet spirit dragon energy they got going on. Hey, we lost, we lost the, the bit. We lost we the lost fucking it so fucking I am bad. so sorry, Kazar. Can you pitch me that pitch again? You are the big titty goth waifu trapped in a dating sim. Can you avoid the attention of that weirdo that just showed up out of nowhere into your town claiming to be your childhood friend, Hanzo? God, there's so much incel energy there. But the guy is white, wears flannel, and is asking every girl out on a date. So, so you are, uh, so you're the main character uh, that's true. Like you are a... one of the love interests to somebody else's harem game. Here's the catch. It's not a real harem game. It's normal life. You were just being approached by a fucking weirdo. Here's your, you just do the opening scene. It's like, hey, would you like to... Di-? No, they do the, They talk in anime speak like, ooh, ooh he- hello, do you want to <laughs> date me, ooh, ooh? So here's and then the you say fucking no to this weirdo, I, and the game ends. I think here's the other thing though. I think that maybe you're okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Because okay, here's ahead. the thing about so, a lot of those dating games is like a oh. lot of the girls in dating games like overshare like mm-hmm. way too much. Like oh yeah, you'll be talking to them and then like randomly and honey pop the book. Like, oh, did I mention what my bra size is today? 
And so maybe you are Wait, playing out honey pop like that. Well, all sorts of dating games. Do you know are that like was that. a mechanic? It's like they, they, they that subject came up. Yeah, th- like a, a common thing in dating games is like they'll they'll give you random little factoids and yeah. be like, oh, my birthday is this, my bra size is this, I really Dumb. love this sexual thing, and then later on you would be given a quiz. <laughs> That's how dating games work. <laughs> so the catch is you are a big titty goth waifu. AJ. Wait, I'm on a... Okay, go, go ahead, please. You Sorry. are the big titty goth waifu, and you have a normal problem in your life where you do happen to overshare. Your goal, while you're like talking with Hanzo-kun, uh-huh. is to not overshare. You have to do everything in your path to avoid the conversation from getting to bra sizes mm-hmm. so you don't accidentally give this fucking creep any details about yeah, you. Yeah, because I'm assuming if this dude's unstable, he'll think any... any bit of like friendship sharing just our casual is like oh that means they like me exactly it's oh, like one God. of those weird guys and what so a like, fucking and this comes field. down to everything like you have to lie about what your favorite food is you cannot let this guy know that your favorite food is nacho tots <laughs> oh you God, need to I love die nacho. before he finds out that you like nacho tots because he's gonna make he's gonna make some for <laughs> you he's gonna that. make some but he's gonna like i put my hair in it hey i noticed that you like nacho tots so i brought you nacho tots for lunch <laughs> <laughs> Is that your insult? Eat some of my hair. I want to be inside of you. Oh, okay. This submission makes me uncomfortable now. Makes me uncomfortable too. Can you give me a new one? (laughs) I crossed the line. I'm sorry. Wait. Does this have Does this have game of the year potential? No, it's too controversial. Uh, (laughs) We can't attack nerds like this. (laughs) I like the way the cheese blends with my hair. (laughs) That's how. That's how you made me feel. That's (laughs) when you talk like that. It's so much different coming from somebody else. It's not weird when I say shit like that. Okay. Uh, you want to go into some more weird body-related shit? Sure. Okay, so this one comes to us on our Twitter. I'm sorry. This one comes to us on our Reddit by Ben Someone. The Me Channel, a body <laughs> horror someone? game. Ben Someone? Yeah, that, that's what it is. Okay. It's what his username is, or their username is. Uh, the Me Channel... A body horror game. So I'm picturing you just do the, you know, you're creating your me, but it's all like some gross ass Cronenberg-esque sort of vibes. Okay. So do you want it to be where you start off as a person and then just slowly turns into Cronenberg? Or is it like you can just take Cronenberg aspects and make your own little characters that you can make like, you could do cute little like gifts with them and then you could put them as your user profile image on Twitter or something. I'm more interested in creating a normal me that mm-hmm. over the course of the game Cronenberg's out. Okay. Because like, you can unlock new Cronenberg features as yeah, the game goes on. Well, I, it's like Spore. You can collect new parts. Unlock. I think it's more forced on you because, like, <laughs> let's use a Cronenberg film. Like, did you ever see that one, uh, Videodrome? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like, Videodrome isn't weird because a guy like shoves a VCR into his tummy. Is this the one where he gets like the pistol made of bones? No, that's a different one. Although he does have a gun made of flesh at one point in this movie. (laughs) Cronenberg shit is so weird. But, like, it's horrifying because you watch a normal dude end up growing some sort of horrifying tummy mouth that he shoves a VCR into. That's so fucking cool. By the way, what the fuck is your problem that you just grow a hole and you think, 
I'm going to shove something in it. What? You're telling me if you didn't grow an, a hole on somewhere in your body, you wouldn't put some random object in there? That would not be the first thing I did. AJ, are you? do you not remember your training days back when you were two? You know, like that little cube where it's like put the star in the star hole, put the square in the square hole? I did shove those things into my gob when I was yeah, a little baby. So like you're going to like if you got a hole in your chat in your stummy <laughs> stomach and that was shaped like a VCR output, you're telling me you wouldn't put your copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1995 <laughs> into it? I think so because like I have plenty of other holes in my body and I did not shove my copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on VCR. Yeah, because none of them are shaped like a VCR. You're telling me your your ass is not shaped like a like a like a VCR slot, so you're not gonna put it up there, are you? But I didn't shove a pencil on my butthole either. (laughs) No, you put it in your mouth or your ear. Like a normal person. You want to sharpen it like in your ear. Like Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's I forget about that movie sometimes. <laughs> I forget, like, because, like, he's powered by a hamster while the evil one is powered by a tarantula. What? Yeah, you don't remember that? Like, if you... Wait, 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 wait. Yes. We lost the thread. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's absorb it. So, you're creating these Cronenberg-esque creatures, right? I want, the, I want it to be, like, a normal me game. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as you play it, you watch a horrifying thing happen where, like, all of a sudden the me head guy is, like, the me's head splits open and at least is, like little tarantula hands coming out oh, oh god but like it's something not... that happens over the course of it and so, so i almost wonder if we can trick people into thinking mm-hmm. me's are back well here here this is what we can do we're going to release a new uh we're going to release the me version for the switch like me sports resort um or any other game that you can utilize your me in. <gasps> you can also use it in the new smash things because you know what's going to happen is you're going to play the Mii Sports, you know, just whatever, but as you go through the game, you notice your characters start mutating and having these weird Cronenberg effects that allow them to be better at the Mii Sports. So imagine, like, you're playing the baseball Mii Sports, but you have, like, eight tentacle arms growing out of your legs that you now each of them have a bat. So you can do, like, an unstoppable wall of swinging. But then you can take those characters... And build, you can like craft your own Cronenberg aspects. Like, if you have nine tentacles on your legs, you can be really good at, ba- at baseball, but you're going to be horrible at flying because you're so heavy. Now, is this have a little bit of like an RNG element to it? Like, you, you can't mean? control what horrible Cronenberg mutations you're going to get. Uh... You just have a me, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, on our new me game, I'm going to, my Sans Undertale <laughs> me is going to go play the me sword fighting game. And then what's this? Tummy VCR. <laughs> or flesh gun. Oh my god. Flesh no, gun no, out of my belly, Sans Undertale. He's like that he's like that uh that one dude from Bo- from My Hero Academia has a laser out of his belly button. Yeah, except but it's a it's horrible gross. bone and flesh gun that it, it looks very phallic. Oh. <laughs> And like it's very important to me that like the graphics of the Cronenberg mutations are so high res, like they are pushing the switch as far as it can go. It's it's like the Death Stranding stuff, but we really embrace the oily skin vibe of it. Oh yeah, like it looks (laughs) fleshy and And wet, wet, gross, and it's just shoving off of my me version of Sans Undertale. So so basically, is it just like you? The more you play the game, the more mutations you get and unlock that you can apply towards your cre- your character in Smash? I don't think that you can apply them. I think that they are completely random because okay. I want to keep the horror aspect as much as possible. Okay, okay. So it's just you got to catch them all, basically. You got to catch them all. <laughs> you want to become the ultimate Cronenberg <laughs> character. Sweet. I like this. Let's, let's put a pin in this, maybe? No. Let's all try right. it. Let's move on. Yeah, let's try it another game. No video game awards on that one either. All right, so I have another submission for you. All right, let's begin with body horror esque stuff. So this one comes to us on our 
uh, on our Reddit from Nick's KM bid. Um, and this is the final boss. Did you know there is this Reddit, this whole Reddit sub, uh, the subreddit that's about just boss called r slash boss fight? It's just about weird like pictures of people or things or Photoshop things that ha- are going to be your boss. Okay, I'm into I, that. I fucking love it. One of them was cross posted. And it's about this dude named Dr. Earman, um, Mage of Nightmares. Okay. It's about this dude with really, 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 really big ears. And his slogan is, I can hear your nightmares. That's raw as fuck. So I feel like he's part of this weird league of other boss fight-esque characters. That all have a super heightened sense. Yeah. So There's like, one that has like a giant nose and he looks like Mr. Nosy from the little was, uh, little kid comic. I was thinking more he becomes Pyramid Man, but it, instead of the pyramid, it's just a giant nose on top of a dude. <laughs> and like, and he can like, he can sniff and he just like sn- sucks you towards him and he has like a big ass, he has the big ass sword and just rip off Pyramid Head. Yeah, just straight up rip <laughs> just, off Pyramid Head except it's a big nose. He like does a... And but as he sucks you in, he has a big sword that he's gonna bring down onto you. Doctor Earman can read your thoughts in your mind, or sorry, Doctor Earman can read your thoughts in your mind, and he's like the head of it. And he's then the we've mage got of nightmares. Um, one that just has really big eyeballs, and he's like a bug man. Oh. Uh, we've got one with a, just a really big tongue, a normal sized mouth, but he, like a really really big. He looks tongue. like that one Pokemon with a big ass tongue. Which one? The licky, licky one? Oh, lick a tongue? Yeah, lick a tongue. Yeah. He's just lick a tongue, but, like, but as a person. Yeah, it's just a dude <laughs> with a tongue that long okay. and big and fat. So what is our goal? Like, who are we? Are we one of these characters? It's a world where everybody has a heightened sense, and it's, like, kind of divided. Like, um, you know that one that one uh, dystopian series where everybody is assigned to different houses? Like, there's the... The P- uh, div- Divergent? Yeah. So it's, like, it's, okay. a, it's a dystopian world like that where everybody is born with a heightened sense. So you have like the nose cult, you have the okay. high, you have the mages. Then these group of people from all these different from all these different like regions come together and want to control everything or the whole world or whatever. Who is our main character? You can pick a class actually. You can be like, I want to be part of the big nose cult. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you want to like save the you world. You can pick from, from the this. five senses. Actually, no. Wait. If they're our main characters, they have all heightened everything. Maybe this is where the RPG stuff comes in because mm-hmm. then you can choose what senses you want to increase and how yep. does. I'll act out. So you start off as a normal-ass person, but as you heighten senses, they get bigger on your body. I want to talk about something really concerning. Some Monster Factory-ass shit. It is some Monster Factory shit. Because um, some of these are pretty easy, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, tongue, you get longer tongue and bigger mouth uh, for you taste. Get mo- you get more secretions. Actually, Smell, you know what Smell, you get a bigger nose. Sight, you get bigger eyeballs. Hearing, you get better ears. What happens for touch? You get more skin. Your skin That's gets... exactly what I was afraid of. <laughs> you get more, it gets, just gets looser, and you become like a, just a walking thumb. You're going to look like a, <laughs> either like a walking thumb, or like once you get past that look... point, you're, you... whoa, what happened with my headphones? What did you do to me? It's it with the cables, hold on. Hello? Hi. Uh, Sorry, you know technical gonna be? bug. It's going to be the th- the thumb thumbs from Spy Kids. Uh, <laughs> just... Or worse, or worse, Blake? <laughs> what? Just a bunch of extra skin. Yeah, just like loose hanging skin. Loose hanging skin. You look like you're just walking around like a big old mass of flaps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what? You know what I think this would be really cool? What? So you just start off as a normal looking person that you get to design whatever. And then it just that slowly gets distorted as the game goes on. You know what image I really want to happen? 
so your tongue gets too big for your mouth, so you start carrying, you start, it just starts wagging as you walk it. <laughs> Ragdoll visit. And it's just like, and it's just so wet. It's just like, a, it's just salivating all the fucking time. You know what you can do with that? What? You can use it as a skateboard now. <laughs> you're just slipping and sliding on this fucking, just imagine you're hang, it's hanging from your mouth. No. And I, it's like, and it's big enough to drag on the floor and you just start riding that shit. And then you can upgrade how much you secrete from your tongue and that increases how long you can skateboard. <laughs> I love that. And it it maintains how long that juice stays there so people can slip on it as they chase you. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you are labeled as a as a traitor to the 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 feelings core or something. Okay. And you are trying to get revenge. On what? Like, or are you just this... trying to defeat all of the other faction leaders? Oh, so you're trying to become the 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 master the faction. ultimate sense person. <laughs> Okay, the ultimate. <laughs> I am the skin. I am the nose. We need I, a term for them. Um, <laughs> this is very Cronenbergy, isn't it? Yeah, we. It's still Cronenbergy and body <laughs> horror, and I hate it. What is the term for somebody that has an advanced version of all five sen- senses, but has become a series of flaps and folds and wet? I am the ultimate life form. Okay. Uh, we just call it ultimate life, <laughs> ultimate skin form. Ultimate skin form is good. I think that's going to be what we're going to roll with for now. I hate it too. <laughs> it's very gross. Okay, let's put a pin in this because we're coming up on the clock. Let's okay. do some Thunder Round stuff. Maybe we might find our nugget in the Thunder Round. This submission comes from Gazer again, at just Gazer. Mm-hmm. You are a monster energy can. Can you absorb enough gamer energy to hatch? And it's just you. You just dr- you just slamming mock stars all day. Well, yeah, but this is about monster energy and gaining mm-hmm. gamer energies. Mm-hmm. This sounds like another body horror game, dude. How does one? How does a monster can absorb gamer gamer energy? Well, I think that maybe it controls a little bit like I am bread, mm-hmm. and maybe it, like you ever seen the Chef Boyardee commercials where the Chef Boyardee oh can falls god, out? Oh my god, yeah! And you are a monster energy drink that stays on the shelf, and you're waiting, just uh-huh. waiting for a gamer to come by, and then, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? Nope, that's not a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's just a dad, mm-hmm. a really, really sloppy looking dad. Close, <laughs> close to a gamer. If he drank you, he would have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's a gamer. You can tell because he's wearing a Destiny Two shirt. And then you fall off the shelf, Hoo-chah! and you chase this fucker all the way back to his house. Okay. And now it is a stealth game that controls like I am Brad, mm-hmm. where you are trying to suck up as much gamer energy from this guy as possible uh-huh. without being found in his house. Because if he finds you, he's drinking you. He'll okay. drink a warm monster energy drink right off the floor. He's a gamer. Okay. So it's basically a vampire monster energy can. Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's fun to play. I, oh no! It will be me, agony to let play. Me, let me let me pitch you on something. Let me okay. Because you said the chef chef Boyardee thing. Uh-huh. Imagine how many bullshit things that chef Boyardee can would have had to deal with. <laughs> so imagine got you're, kicked, so, got so, hit by a car. So you're a monster energy can in the very, very, very back of the of the refrigerator in an AM PM, and you realize your expiration date is in a week. Oh no! You need to get to this gamer, the la- the only gamer you've seen in years, <laughs> in years. So like you it's see, an AM/PM right next to a twenty-four hour fitness. No gamers <laughs> come here. They they reach to the for the naked juice next to you, <laughs> <laughs> but you see one gamer come in and they're on their like they're on their one wheel, you know, just like jamming on their switch, mm-hmm. and you see you got to chase them. So now it becomes this platformer rolling game, like I am bread style. Where you have to get from point A to point B, 
and each level is different. So like the first and level you have will to be... stay close enough to obs- to the gamer mm. to absorb that gamer energy. Oh shit! So like, what, what's that one game where like, um, I think it happened in Halo Three where like, if you if too much distance was put between the th- you and the person you're following, you would lose. Also, it happens in GTA. All yeah, the time. and it's also always in grand, like Assassin's Creed games. It's like maybe yeah. the most frustrating game mechanic of all time. <laughs> so you have to being far from something but close enough that the game's like. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> so it's all the whole game is that. It's just that frustrating battle yes, of I'm just having this. to roll game, and avoid obstacles. It, it's fun to play, but it's agonizing to do. Hey, AJ. What? It's a branded game. Branded. It's uh, uh it's an indie game which are really hot nowadays. Mm-hmm. This could be game game of the year potential. I think that it, can we bounce it from indie to double A? I don't know if we who, want AAA. Who, who do you want? Who do you want investing in this? Because that's gonna. Because I suggest EA. Because I want to microtransaction the shit out of this I've, game. I understand. You that's can buy a good new point. skins for your can because you're not, maybe not a monster ban- fan. I'm a I'm a Nos guy, and I, I would think, want a Nos skin for three ninety nine. As much as I would love to my, microtransaction the fuck out of this, <laughs> I want because we've invented the most frustrating game mechanic of being close but far away, mm-hmm. and I want to find a fun game mechanic to frustrate players even more mm-hmm. i want to reach out to obsidian okay because obsidian are you about to bash on like one of the best developers of our era all right uh, then uh, I'll, i mean i'll pull off who developed bioshock that was uh, irrational games all right so we'll reach out to irrational games they don't exist anymore oh perfect <laughs> so irrational <laughs> this games, game's gonna bring the back from the brink irrational games did this fun <laughs> thing where like in Bioshock Infinite, they said, oh, we're going to put a bunch of story at the end of the game and almost no story anywhere else in the game. Don't spoil it. I haven't re- I haven't finished you Bioshock You haven't finished Bioshock Infinite? No, I haven't. I've played Burial at C1. I know. Add it to, this, add it to the pile of shit wait, I need to finish. No, wait, 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 wait. Burial at C doesn't count. I'm talking about base Bioshock. Oh. Bioshock Infinite? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank God, Blake Ray. I was about to run away from this podcast. that's one of my favorite games of all time, dude. The Bioshock series is so good. So then you can blast it with me. So there's almost no story through most of the game, and then it's all loaded on the back five minutes. Uh But there's all these little, like, recordings you can find out and hunt down, and they're like, check it out. There's a world here. Find all the tapes. There's plenty of lore. And, like, Obsidian does this, too, in some of their games. You're You're just putting this whole... Like, get, that's right. Because I hate games you that bury that. all of the story. Yeah, I hate that so much. And they're like, check it out. We have plenty of plot. Read all eighteen hundred of our emails. No. <laughs> anyway, so we that- build a game where like you have to stay close to your target, uh-huh. but far away from your target, uh-huh. and we hide all sorts of different lore about so like you- what the monster energy drink cans are and what you're trying to hatch, and like <laughs> why you need gamer energy, and like. Why why gamers are so hard to find in this universe? Like mm-hmm. we dump so much lore into this game mm-hmm. that's all hidden and buried. You and if you want to find be? all the lore, you have to lose the games. And everyone's gonna get super frustrated by that. You have to just play through ninety percent of a level just so you can fail it at the end, but get a little piece of story. Yes. And that's it for everything. Every single you know, level is going to be that frustrating. What is the lore behind the monster cans? I think they should birth new gamers. Because gamers are all about like <laughs> Actually, this, I, I, I this propose be... to you this. Okay, go ahead. It births a gamer doppelganger, a doppelgamer of the gamer you're following? of the gamer you're following. And do they kill them like some fucking <laughs> an, an invasion of the body snatcher shit? <laughs> they like take over their life, but they like, oh AJ, no, 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 no. What? They just become a walking advertisement. 
They're like they they copy all the thoughts, memories of this gamer, but then they just become like a whole like brainwash thing of like Monster Energy Drink is the best drink that for me as a gamer. <laughs> and it's just the whole the whole game, the whole world gets taken over by these weird fucking Soylent Green Invasion of the Body Snatchers like people. That are yes. just all about... Ad- Dude, this is the ultimate advertisement! AJ, <laughs> we're going to conquer the fucking planet with Monster yes. Energy Drink! Yes, yes we are. <laughs> Holy okay. shit! So, AJ, the Monster AJ, Energy No, no, no! D- hold on, hold on. Okay. We're going to win Game of the Year because all of the Game of the Year judges are going to be our brainwashed fucking Monster Energy Drink creations. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They're, the, they're going to make us win because we control the shit out of them. Or not us. We're actually now replaced by the Monster. Monster Energy Drink is a wonderful drink to wait, have as a I gamer. Need to as stop. Me as a I gamer. need you to slow down, please. Is this, is this train moving too fast for you? <laughs> are you suggesting that this is not a video game? This is a, this is a comp. This is a real thing you want to look into right now. Real world doppelgamer technology. Bar- Bioengineering monster to just be like those Capri Sun things where they just like turn from the liquid into full on kids. You do it's understand that. that the liquid Capri Sun advertisements were fakey fake, right? That wasn't documentary footage. No, that was real. That totally happened. That was <laughs> Capri. Well, that's why Capri Sun went out of business because <laughs> they got they got outed by the military and were like, "Hey, we know what you guys are fucking up to. Go back to being a regular ass drink, okay?" <laughs> But I want to I want to go and resurface that technology and put it into Monster, and instead they turn into like the you know that one slime with uh, with Roy uh, with Robin Williams, Flubber. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> so. Monster- Wait, Flubber was also fake. <laughs> no, it was a real. Ex- it was the gr- it was the foundation that they laid for the Capri Sun commercials. <laughs> okay, all right. So we 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 steal the Flubber technology. <laughs> And then we integrate it into monster because all monsters green and shit, right? So we it's just true. A flubber would would hide so well inside of a. That's monster. why it's able to move because it can bounce around in the can. That's the that's the weird thing is like as a can, but it doesn't roll. It can only do like bounces, and it can like do the weird like top to bottom, top to bottom thing. It doesn't roll like a like a cylinder could. All right, I and got you're it. Always weirded out by that. I've got one thing because here's my here's my concern, Blake uh-huh. Raya. Uh huh. This situation rules, and I'm super with you. We're going to reinvigorate the Capri Sun technology. And this is how we're going to fucking win. This is how we're going to get Game of the Year next year. Uh Here's one catch. Okay. Unfortunately, neither one of us are scientists. I mean... So unlike the Flubber situation, we cannot... There's YouTube videos for this. Don't worry about it. I'm concerned that we cannot create life. Okay. Vis-a-vis the scientist in Flubber. Uh Dr. Flubber. (laughs) So what I do propose... Is a little bit of a multimedia strategy. We put a little chip inside of each of our little flubbers inside of our monster energy drinks. Okay. This will be a procedurally generated game. Everybody that plays this game will be streaming this game to a monster energy drink that will then hunt down other gamers. <laughs> so it tells you where your location is, and then a monster. Like the moment you go online, a Monster Energy drink can will pop off the shelf at an AM, PM yes. and start rolling to and you. And then uh, the, the the suckers out there that are going to play this game, mm-hmm. they're going to play as those Monster Energy drinks mm-hmm. sucking up gamer energy. Okay, real quick question, real quick question. What? Is it going to be, because um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, because getting rid of bodies is really hard, and I think that's going to be the biggest hurdle for us on this situation. Uh-huh. Oh, the doppelgamer eats the body. Oh, I was thinking that the, the juice is, in, is ingested, and then they just take over the body. And like you can, there will be the thing where their eyes turn. Oh, green, so you need so to you suck up of... enough gamer energy so that you you've created a sort of like 
perfect replication. Mm-hmm. Then you get discovered. You get drinking. And the, then you the take game over the energy body. takes it over from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it basically and wears then eventually it. sheds off the previous gamer, and then the doppelgamer is all that's left. Oh, so you're oh, so it's it grows inside. Oh, it grows. Okay, so I like that because I think it would be it's convenient. We won't really have to get rid of much. Nah. Um, you know, we can I don't know sell the skin as costumes at Party City because that's really popular <laughs> right now. Like, would for- you like to dress up as? Your neighbor, Jerry? <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you look at, like, Fortnite, they're selling costumes and stuff like that. <laughs> we can put all the doppelganger gamers yeah. who bring their skin we'll back fucking... to us. Yeah. We'll sell it back on the black market. Well, not, no, we'll just go to Party City, put it in a fucking cheap baggie. It's basically the black market these days. <laughs> they, you can sell. Well, you're equating Party City to the black market. You can sell fucking anything in a Party City. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Like, it's becoming less costumey shit. Actually, no, I'm thinking more of um, Spirit of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, but but same thing. They also sell shit that is not costume related. Yeah, they just sell whatever the <laughs> fuck they can get their hands on. Okay, what are we calling this? I think we should I think we should give it a project title, like Project Monster. I like that because then we can get in on because like the the early adopters are the ones that are going to fall prey to this. Like mm-hmm. the, and that those are the voice that we really want for mm-hmm. our video game of the year thing. Mm-hmm. We're oh, we're going after the games journalists, right? Those suckers that fell for all the Stadia shit, we're going after <laughs> them. You're not you don't like the Stadia shit? Have you heard the news about Stadia? No. Like half of the things that they said they were launching with like a week before their launch, they were like, oh, wait, we actually don't don't have uh, those. What a fucking asshole. Well, you know what? The thing that I can guarantee. But that's fine because we're not going after that. The thing thing I can guarantee with our product is that's going to work and that it'll it'll have everything we stated to ourselves at launch. So, yeah, we're going after journalists (laughs) so that they will elect this game game of the year. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like. Like it was a fake video game, but you, how super hot was like? Oh, check it out! We're gonna brainwash our consumers. We're actually gonna do it. <laughs> what are we calling this? I'm, I vote. I like Project Something. Project Flubber Monster. Project Flubber. I think Project Flubber is a little on the nose, and I'm worried that they will see mm-hmm. through that. Okay, well, how about we call it? Because slime videos are really, really popular. Project on, Slime. Yeah, Project Slime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Project Slime Control. Project Slime Control. Branded Monster Energy Drink game that becomes that the, becomes we'll a real thing. Our, we'll go this really cool roundabout way of controlling the world. That way, we can win the totally so that real Project Slime gets nominated for yeah. Video Game of the Year yeah. 2020. Yeah, all the games journalists will be personally responding to Blake and I for the next year. <laughs> Anything they do is based off of our control. It does count on us now, so I'm really hoping that none of them are going to give any good games bad ratings, but that's a responsibility we're going to have to take. Or just find out they're shitty people or something. (laughs) They're... Oh, oh yeah, I should warn. There will be some problems with the uh, working out some kinks. Some of them, some of them might be some of them might be racist, homophobic, <laughs> misogynist. That's not on us. That's, That's just a kink in the doppelgamer <laughs> matrix. Can't be held responsible for that. Not that anybody would know that we're doing this. I'm like, hold, cut the tape, cut the tape. Cut. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, our newest episode of Spiritual Successor. If you guys want to get in on the fun, make sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, Spiritual Suck with two C's, or email us at Spiritual Successor at gmail.com, or you can uh, just uh, find us on the Cool Games Inc. Reddit or our Reddit. If you want to fund Project Slime and be a part of the new wave of gamers, <laughs> you can support us on Patreon, and you can see some of our ghost tapes where AJ and I admittedly... 
have a really bad first recording. Ooh, it's, it's, rough. Our t- it's our test episode. So if you guys want to find that and join us on our private Discord. It's really rough. Trust us, you're going to want to pay us money for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can also join us on our uh, private Discord through Patreon where we talk about uh, really fun games. And we have... I, we went on like a fun tangent the other day about just Dark Souls. Yeah, and just it was like fun. All the fun gameplay mechanics. The, Patre- of it. the Patreon cool. Discord's a really cool space. It's, very, it's a very chill place. And then, of course, if you want to help us out in any way, the best way you can possibly help us out is by sharing this podcast with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting the word out for this show is the best thing for us. It's really cool for us to know that we're continuing to grow mm-hmm. and continuing to have a reason to keep pushing forward with this. And it means a whole lot. Also, um, we need help cataloging which people have been indoctrinated into Project Slime. So if you can like, <laughs> just just leave a just leave one statement that says Project Slime Initiate <laughs> on iTunes or on our Twitter. <laughs> you don't have to. I just think that'd be funny. <laughs> you can tune in on Twitter or you can tune in on uh, our Reddit, where I will be posting game- official art for our games every Thursday. Every Thursday. And then, of course, last and certainly not least, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>